Hey, Brian. Brian Priest from KSLSports.com. Um, great game against BYU on Thursday. Personally for you, a couple of touchdowns, 10 grabs, 96 yards. And I was just wondering if um, through spring ball and stuff, having Cooper taking more of the snaps with Logan being out, did that allow you to maybe build a little bit stronger rapport with Cooper? And is, was that some of the reasoning for the breakout on Thursday? Uh, I mean, it, it kind of played a part. I feel like even though Logan wasn't able to practice, um, we were still building chemistry in terms of talking about, oh, on this route, like, I might want you in this spot or I'm going to throw you open to this spot. Um, so we were constantly talking. And I live with him, too, so the chemistry there is always being built. Um, so I think when we came in, like, first game of the UConn game, the chemistry was there without any question. Um, just, just different situations, I think. We were put in different situations. Um, and obviously, me and Cooper kind of – me knowing where he's going to throw and stuff like that, obviously being through spring, um, that, that helped a little bit in the game. But I think just two different situations. Um, and I was just glad that uh, I was able to get those opportunities when the ball came my way. Hey, Brian, Jacob Nielsen, KSL.com. Um, do you feel like the team kind of had to rally a little bit more around Cooper knowing, hey, like he's Logan's out, new guy coming in. Did that kind of give you guys maybe a little bit more uh, energy and momentum like hey we gotta step up yeah I mean it definitely did um, but all in all Cooper's a great player and a great leader um, you guys saw what he did when he came in the bowl game uh, not even hadn't hadn't really played last season and came in and first play the game through the touchdown so we knew that he was going to come in um, and he was going to be amped up and ready to go we knew he was going to be confident and he was going to put us in the right positions to make plays and then at the end of the day when he when the ball came our way we, at, we us as receivers just had to make the plays um, and then you saw in the first half, I think that was the best half of football we've played in the whole season. And then uh, I know Coach Anderson referenced to it probably since last year. Uh, that was one of the best halves of football we've uh, played as a team. Brian, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. I just think the wide receiver group in general has uh, picked things up the last couple of weeks, had a pretty good game against UNLV. Uh, also against BYU, how, uh, how, how much confidence do you feel you guys have gained collectively over the last couple of weeks? I think we've gained a ton of confidence, um, and that really has just come from us. We, we had like a receiver meeting, um, just the receivers, and we really just talked about, um, you know, we're going to be the force that kind of drives the offense. So all in all, we got to hold ourselves accountable um, and then just hold the whole entire offense, and then that'll kind of bleed over into the team um, when we talk about holding people accountable. So I think – you know, me, Justin McGriff on practice, uh, we're always talking about because we, we're a high-tempo offense. So every time we run a play, we're always yelling. Even if we're not in, we're yelling to guys, jog back, jog back. Um, and then you saw that play a part against BYU. Like the first two series, we, we barely even felt like we were tired. I mean, we saw we could see that they were gassed and stuff like that. So just pushing the tempo, um, holding guys accountable. You know, if, if we drop a pass in practice, that's automatically 10 push-ups, no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, even when we're just doing routes on air and stuff like that. So I think that next level of accountability has definitely played a part um, in our success as a receiver room. Hey, Brian, Al Lewis from TV and you and Logan. Um, you obviously saw the receiver group we had last year when you investigated Utah State and were thinking about, hey, I can fit in there. But yes, has there been pressure to have to be a receiver to make up for what happened last year with our receiving group? And can you talk a little bit about that and the recruiting of coming here and stuff? Yeah, I mean, there's. I feel like there's a little bit of pressure. Um, obviously, those th Brandon, uh, Brandon Bolin, DT, and then Derek Wright, all three of those guys had great stats and great careers. So, obviously, coming in, people expect hot things, especially me coming in as a transfer and everything like that. Um, but I think all in all, I know the type of player I am, um, and I think the work's going to take care of itself. So, 
coming into games and going into, I guess, when we started spring ball, I just know that if I work hard, um, everything else will take care of itself, like I said. Um, and obviously, we want to put a good product on field because we believe that with Coach Seth leading us, um, he's a guy that really produces great receivers. So we kind of just want to go out, um, handle business each day at practice, and then we know when we come into games, the game should be easy because the way we practice is, like, super intense. Can you talk then, was looking at our situation a real key to bring you here from, from Maryland? Can you talk about that? Yeah, no doubt. Um, immediately, I didn't really know the receiver stats um, when Coach Tuck first called me. I uh, did a little bit of research and saw that the three of those guys had 10 touchdowns each. And I don't think we had a player on our team at Maryland that had 10 touchdowns. So that was like very uh, kind of enticing to me coming here. Um, I talked to some other coaches who knew Coach Tuck and some of the other guys on the staff, and they believed that they'd take care of me. Um, and I knew that Logan, with Logan coming back and the passing attack still be the same, um, I knew I was going to have a lot of opportunities. So that was definitely a big factor in me committing here. Brian, obviously this is your first year playing the, the Mountain West slate. I'm curious, what have you had a chance to see very many teams play besides the, the upcoming teams on your schedule? And just what's your thoughts of how the Mountain West is trended this year and where you guys kind of fit in amidst it all? Yeah, I mean, each week, each weekend I try to watch. I, I've been watching Wyoming a lot. I feel like they're on TV a good amount. Um, I've caught, I watched New Mexico, UNLV this past weekend. So I, I try to watch as many games as I can. Um, but, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy right now. <laughs> you got, like, Fresno State just lost to UConn. Um, you got a bunch of teams who kind of found their momentum or hitting things early, um, and then we're still trying to find our stride. And I believe that it's coming for sure. Uh, we know we got a tough slate uh, these next few weeks, so we just know that once we feel like we, if we can get that first win, I think the momentum will really start to build, um, and we'll be able to do some really good things. Brian, I'll lose again. Can I follow up on that? Uh, Coach said you'd have an extra day because of the BYU game, to start looking at Air Force early. So looking at them, they've yeah. really been solid in their secondary down through the years. What do you no see? How do they play secondary against wide receivers? Yeah, I mean, they're, we know they're going to be quick to the ball. They play great team defense. Um, they're going to play hard. They're not going to make mistakes. So I think in terms of us as an offense and as receivers, we really got to be on our P's and Q's and just play hard each play um, when the ball comes our way make the play because um, we know we're not going to get a lot of those opportunities back, especially with the fact uh, that they're running the ball a lot with the triple option. So we, each possession that we have really matters. Um, and I think if we, if we can make the most of each opportunity, uh, this should be a good result. Ryan, is there any greater intensity in the program, the locker room this week, knowing that, okay, this is a, a game against a divisioned opponent that really could uh, impact the rest of the season? Uh, definitely, because <laughs> I know, uh, obviously, UNLV was on the west side, so, I mean, it sucked losing to them, but this really matters now that we're playing like a team on our side of the conference. So I think coming into things, you know, um, we saw that we saw the half we put together with BYU, and like Halle said, we feel like we could play with anybody in the country. So if we can play like that and just piece that together for a full entire game, um, I think that's probably the biggest driving factor and probably the biggest pressure that we feel as a team, just knowing that we played our best ball. But we played it for a half, and we want to see if we can get that going for a whole game. Brad Phillips, Big Blue USU Aggie News. Would you like to see the middle of the field used more in the past game? Uh, I mean, an example like the BYU game, they were doing a lot of things um, in terms of like they were dropping eight, so it's really hard to kind of get to the middle and they have a lot of guys dropping and it's a lot of stuff to read. Um, so, I mean, we'll see 
what happens with each team because we know each team is probably going to play us a little differently. Um, and then if the, if the defense they play allows the middle to be uh, hit, then I'm sure we'll, we'll take advantage of that for sure. So I, it's kind of like a week-to-week thing, um, I think, with that.